The reason the podcast is called Grief to Great Day is because even though getting from the depths of grief to having a great day isn't quick or easy or anything like you thought, it is possible. And as you walk through grief and then become ready to build another life and discover a new purpose, how do you go about figuring out what that looks like? How do you put your hands to the work you're created to do? The first few Purpose After Loss episodes are going to be about building a foundation from which to create that meaningful life. So even if you're in the beginning days and weeks of your loss, this will still be very helpful to you. When life is the hardest in grief and even after, you must be grounded in your faith. You have to be sure that God will fulfill his promises regardless of how it looks and how it feels. In this episode, I'll share how to create a faith resume that you can go back and read, go back and remind yourself of the goodness of God in your life. You should add to it as time goes on because hard times will come again and it becomes easy to forget what God has done as we hurt and focus on what God hasn't done. Hey friend, welcome to the Grief to Great Day podcast. Do you feel like you're going crazy? Is the shower the only place for you to really cry? Are you surrounded by people, but you still feel all alone? Do you want to be the you you were before your loved one died, but you have no idea how to get there? I'm Steph Cabanis, Southern by choice, wife, turtle triathlete, Jesus follower, and fellow traveler in the journey of grief. I too struggled to breathe, questioned God and my faith, and thought I would never be happy again. But God took my brokenness and he turned it into a breakthrough. So if you're ready to understand how to navigate grief, lean into your faith and take just one step towards healing, then bring your ugly cry, get into a comfortable place, even if that's your bed right now, and let the healing begin. Girl, there's hope for your future. Come to the house and let's get to walking. Yes, this is different. And that's because this is a purpose after loss episode of Grief to Great Day. Now, the couch remains the place for us that our regular episodes focus on the first days, weeks, months, and even the first year of grief. We talk about the pain, the pit, and the progress of the hardest season of your life. In these, the purpose after loss episodes, we walk and talk as it's symbolic of you moving forward. I'm Steph, and this is Grief to Great Day. Thank you for being here. I hope you feel welcomed and heard through this podcast. Hello to everyone listening in the United Kingdom, our spotlight country this week. We continue to pray for your country as you grieve the loss of Queen Elizabeth. I also want to give a shout out to California, still on top with the most downloads. I share these just to remind you mostly that you are not alone as you walk through this thing called grief. Now, last time we did a Purpose After Loss episode, we talked about the ratio of your petitions versus your praise. This week, we're going to focus on the praise part of that equation. Every day that we go through our lives, we may thank God for that parking space, good weather at a wedding, and as we begin to eat a meal. We go through tough times and sometimes almost barter with God on, Lord, if you help me get this job 
or if you help heal me, then I'll whatever. Almost like God is a higher human being or a genie in a bottle. But when life flips on you, in other words, you lose the person or persons that you can't live without, it's hard to thank God for the little things. It goes beyond bartering and you are left lost in pain and grief. We feel like what happened was a mistake, wasn't fair, couldn't have been in God's plan, and we forget everything God has brought us through in the past. I found myself saying, why would you allow this, God? I know you didn't cause it, but you allowed it. Monica was having a ministry for you, and I was brought closer to you because of her. How am I supposed to go on when someone as close as a sister has died? Why would you let her suffer like that? I was so mad that there would be no more singing in the car with a harmony that quite honestly made us crack up because it was that good. I was mad that she wouldn't be my maid of honor if I ever married again. I was lost because she was my greatest supporter and friend. I was in church one Sunday and the pastor preached on creating a faith resume. What is that, I thought. And after she preached, I went home and then I got to creating a faith resume, which over time gave me a different perspective. I remembered how God used our friendship to grow both of us and provide family for two people who never had a real mother. How he allowed me to meet Monica who taught me to forgive past hurts that really crippled me for years. How being a part of her ministry showed me purpose greater than I knew possible. How he helped a young 22-year-old lost girl move two states away to experience a life completely different than I would have lived in Maryland. God did that for me. In the hardest of moments, you can reread this faith resume and you'll start changing your thinking of what God hasn't done to what he has done. And you will have that reminder of God's love and his care for you, and it will help build your trust in his character. So let's keep it simple. Use your knowledge and experience in creating a job resume to help guide your efforts and then this one is going to be a whole lot less complicated because there's only one section of importance, and that's the experience section. Think back from the time you were young to those moments, those situations that quickly come to your mind where you know God was with you, that God intervened, that he loved you with that weird specificity that can only be God. What have you come through? Because of him. On my faith resume, I had the following. God helped me know that I needed to leave Maryland to leave the toxic home life I had. He protected me when I was working at a convenience store and I was robbed at gunpoint. And do you know I never had a nightmare or a flashback on that. He protected me from horrible decisions that I made that could have gotten me killed. He protected me in a couple of car accidents and from an ex-husband who threatened me. He said no to the things that would have hurt me. He always gave me faith-filled friends. I could go on, but I think you get the point. 
Create one of these for yourself. And when you're struggling the hardest, just go back and read it. Think about each of those situations and how it felt in those moments. Close your eyes if you have to so you can really visualize it. As good things start happening again, and they will, add to this resume. When my heart toward God changed after Monica's death, I added that because if he can help me through the worst time of my life and bring me to a place of ministry because of it, that's only God. God is the same today, yesterday, and forever. He won't stop being God and he won't stop being involved in your life as long as you let him. That's the key, you know. And this faith resume helps point your heart towards him instead of away from him. In Matthew, it says, Look at the birds of the air, for they neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns, yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not of more value than they? See, it's important as you start exploring your purpose after loss to have a rock-solid trust in God and what he's going to do. Because there may be times that you think you're going to go in one direction and he pushes you to another. Is that going to be okay? It'll be easier if you're like, okay, God, your will be done. And you let your plans go and yield to what he has for you. Our verse for the week is the same verse from Sunday's episode, which is, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Philippians 4.13. And remember, our song for the Purpose After Loss episodes will always be Mandisa's Overcomer. This is what you are right now. Your journey works. The work of this grief journey is only one thing for this week. Get to writing or typing out your faith resume. It doesn't have to be structured or pretty. Just get everything you can think of from the past. Now, it will help you to section it by childhood, teenage, young adult, and then maybe adulthood. And wait till you remember how good God has been. Grieve hard, warrior, but have great gratitude and great hope. These things will take you towards great days. And here are other ways for you to take action right now. Join the private Facebook group with other warrior women who are walking through the same pain with great faith. If you need help or clarity or accountability as you move forward, check out the individual coaching on grieftograatday.com. If you want private accountability, purchase the What to Do After the Death of a Loved One workshop. It's a small investment and will push you to take the right steps towards healing. If you don't have a church, then visit mychurchopendoorchurch.com. Links to everything you need are in the show notes. And in the meantime, remember that God has a purpose left for you to fulfill. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. And though it may feel like your story is over, God is the author and finisher of your faith. And there are more chapters to come in the story of your life. Thank you for being here today, for showing up. If this podcast has given you hope, encouragement, or helped you in any way, share it with a friend, either in a text or on your social platforms. Also, please subscribe, rate, and leave a written review on iTunes. It's a huge blessing for me to know that you're out there. Lastly, and this is important, 
you are not alone. Connect with me on the Grief to Great Day website, the link is below, and sign up for our free newsletters. I want to be able to pray for you by name. Remember, grief isn't something you're going to get over, but a great day is something you can get to.